Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Blip Pod. I am Nolan. And I am Joey. And this week we're continuing on our kind of track record of Disney stuff this week. Uh, and we're going to be talking about all the live action films that have been slated to come out in the next uh, foreseeable future. Uh, just to do a quick list so you know what we're going to get into, we're talking about uh, Mulan, Cruella, The Little Mermaid, Pinocchio, Peter Pan, Snow White, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, Prince Charming, Robin Hood, Hercules, Bambi, Oliver Twist, starring Ice Cube, um, James <laughs> and the Giant Peach, uh, Tink, which is a Tinkerbell movie, Sword in the Stone, Lilo and Stitch, Atlantis, and Treasure Planet. Your childhooding being sold back to you one ticket price at a time. That hopefully, being, hopefully not ruined. Hopefully not ruined. Hopefully not ruined, and I don't think for a lot of these, not totally ruined. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Treasure Planet, Atlantis, um, Lilo and Stitch, Hercules, and what was the Peter fifth Pan? one? Peter Pan. Um, so without further ado, cue the intro music. From a dude who thinks he's Captain America, and a coffee addict in love with comics. There is only one blip pop. Here we go! <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, dude, I'm totally keeping that in the recording. Um, okay, so we have realized the best way. I think, Joey, you'd agree with me. The best way to cast a Disney live-action movie. There is only one way. Am I correct? Only one. Yep, only one. And... Some and uh, one animated film already has him. So and one animated possibly, film. So possibly everything Disney animated and live action. We have learned that the internet is thirsty. They're thirsty for only one type of drink, and that drink is Tom Holland. <laughs> um, yeah. So we were talking about trying to uh, find good people to cast in these upcoming live action remakes of the Disney films. And every single movie, the lead actor is Tom Holland. <laughs> Unlike fan casting sites. And I'm actually going to go, I actually wrote down which ones had it. Ready? Here's yep. the ones that had Tom Holland um, as the perfect cast. This is not a joke. Fan casting said, Peter Pan, um, potentially Prince Charming, Hercules. There was a voice thing that he might be an Oliver Twist. Um... They're talking about Sword in the Stone, and Atlantis, and Treasure Planet. That is an absurd amount. First of all, Tom Holland cannot do that many movies. Just off the bat. <laughs> Especially with one company. They're just going to overpay them. They're not going to afford them. I wonder if they just like sign him into a deal where they're like, We own you? Question mark? <laughs> kind of like how... like. Uh, Adam Sandler does like the Netflix deals. How all his movies like come out on Netflix now? Yes, or like J.J. Abrams signed a deal with uh, Warner Bros. Like a mm -hmm. little while ago, where it's like most of his upcoming films will be done through Warner Bros. And then they also have the right to ask him to do films. So, yeah. like, don't get me wrong, I absolutely love Tom Holland, and oh, I would love to yes. see him play in all these movies. But I just don't want him to be overused in Disney movies, where it just feels like. He's not that character. It's just Tom Holland playing another Disney movie. I and I think we're on that point where I think they need to wait like a year or two 
tab him as anything else other than Spider-Man. Because even the problem that people had with Onward was it was he felt like an animated version of Spider-Man. But for fun, just for shits and giggles, let's cast let's cast Tom Holland in every single live action movie that's coming out. So Joey, Mulan. Who should Tom Holland play in Mulan? <laughs> I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I do not know their names, like the characters' names. That's totally okay. Really. But uh, maybe it could be uh, the little dragon. But apparently they don't have the dragon in the live-action film because they're going more off the mythology, not the Disney movie. Sounds good. So, But if, if they did have the little dragon, I think he could uh, have some like funny lines for the dragon. My vote is for either, you're right, the dragon, or for the eight-foot-tall Hun, who's bald and has pointed teeth. <laughs> Um, <laughs> number two, Cruella Deville. <laughs> I did, uh, if I don't know if Cruella Deville is like a prequel or if they're actually gonna have the Dalmatians in it. It's a but if so, then he could definitely be one of the puppy Dalmatians. Yes, uh, my vote was for the right side of Cruella's hair, which is white. <laughs> um, that was that's that's my casting. Um, they, he doesn't need to say anything. He doesn't need to say anything. They can just see GI him on him later. Uh, Little Mermaid. Definitely Ariel. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. He could, he could pull it off. He has the he has the high voice for it. Yes, I think. De- <laughs> I I'm with you on this one. I had a different thing in mind, but definitely, definitely uh, Ariel. Um, uh, Pinocchio. And this is actually not a joke. He could probably pull off uh, the little cricket. Yeah, Jiminy Cricket. Like, that's not... I know we're yeah. joke casting, but in all honesty, he could be that, oh, hello, I'm being very helpful kind of voice. <laughs> yeah, um, I can see that. Peter Pan. What would you Peter cast Pan. him as? Dude, that makes sense. I was going to Tinkerbell. <laughs> um, <laughs> just wait till we get to the Tinkerbell movie. He, he plays both of them. It's just one of those movies where he plays both lead actors. It's... <laughs> Both both lead characters. <laughs> they just that movie comes out to the point where they've only hired Tom Holland, so he just plays everybody. <laughs> it's, Jack, it's Jack and Jill. It's it's yes. It's uh, what's that new t- um crap? What's the uh, Paul Rudd TV show Afterlife? Oh uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Snow White. I vote that he plays. Dopey. Yeah, Dopey. That would be funny. Um, uh, I just watched that movie the other day. I'm not that big a fan, I'm not going to lie to you. Either one of that or one of the birds. It, it's it's hard to watch a super old film like that when you haven't grew, grown up with it. You know, if you're just watching yeah. it now with no nostalgic, it's hard to get into something especially that old. Yes. Because it is dated. Don't get me wrong. The, the art and the animation is actually, and I'm not joking, is beautiful. It is art. But some just the storyline didn't catch me. Um, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, I think... Definitely Quasimodo. Okay, Quasimodo. Uh, now, here's nah, the thing. Nah, here's nah. the thing. That would make a very attractive Quasimodo. So I don't know if... I don't but know... But if they, if they make him to actually look distorted and, like, scary like he's supposed to be, then I think every fangirl would be so mad at Disney for making this guy that every girl's obsessed with the most ugliest person in the world. They would, they would absolutely... It's, throw so much fan hate at Disney and probably boycott all their movies because of it. Here's the thing. It's a movie. Like, did you see Ready Player One? No, I have not. This this girl, who, by the way, objectively, is a very attractive female. 
she's like she has like her hair on her face she's like I'm disfigured and she pulls back and she's like I have a birthmark and there's like her face is slightly discolored like when I say slightly discolored it's like slightly more pink than the rest of her face she's like I'm horrendous it's like no (laughs) you're not (laughs) um so I that might be it's just normal Tom Holland and they give him like a scar over one eye and they're like oh my god you're horrendous (laughs) to be honest girls girls actually like that better I I've heard I've heard like with uh Jason Momoa how he has the eyebrow scars like there's so many girls on the internet that I see saying how they are attracted to facial scars so that might actually make him more attractive. Dude, I have facial scars. What did what did I, I miss? I got a nice eyebrow scar. <laughs> yeah, I, I got, got... pickaxe through my eyebrow. D- did you really? Yeah, when I was two years old, my dad hit me in the face with the pickaxe. Holy Thought he knocked my eye out. <laughs> Dude, when I was two years old, my dad dropped me at the table and it took my eyebrow off. <laughs> I shit you not, you Lip can rose. see this guy. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, like you can see. There's like uh. You can't really tell anymore because my eyebrow grew over. Yeah. But if you could, if you look closely and pay attention to it, you could tell. No way. That's the same with me. It's over my what right eye, right eyebrow. It took almost the eyelid it's off. It's my right eyebrow too. Dude, what the hell? You learn the new things grows. every day. This is. We should just do a podcast where we just learn things about each other. That's strange. Um, what was next? Uh, Prince Charming. I think we're like this is a gimme. Cinderella. The slipper. Clearly. Oh. He's that white. He's almost uh, see-through. Maybe, maybe the one of the evil stepsisters. That's exactly what it is. No, you yeah. probably play. It's about it's about um Prince Charming's like unknown brother. So my guess is the real Prince Charming. They're like you're so handsome, and he's like, but I'm not really. Okay, uh, <laughs> Robin Hood. I think honestly the I, fox version. Yeah, they're making a live-action version of the fox version. Yeah, he's definitely a fox. I feel like, without joking, he could pull off the fox. Yeah. Like, that's not... Like, it's... Like, he's already a superhero, so he could kind of do all that crazy stunt stuff. Yeah, also, he has kind of that boyish charm where you're like... Mm-hmm. Like, you like him even if he's doing bad stuff. They are weirdly doing... It's a live-action animation uh, musical hybrid. That's in a direct quote I'm looking at it right now. That will be... It, dude... That'll be weird looking. I hope it doesn't look like the first Sonic trailer. That'll give me nightmares. Um, uh, Hercules. This is... Oh, my God. So, he obviously... People want him to be Hercules and Hercules. But who do you think he should be? He should be... uh, What's the messenger god's name again? Hermes. Um, Hermes. Yeah, he should be Hermes. See, I think you go for a little controversial thing and make him fill. He gets no, he gets really into the role. He gains like a hundred pounds, and <laughs> or or he could possibly play uh, young Hercules. Yeah, people want him to do that, which I don't mind. I feel like that's a little too weird because in the first in the Hercules movie, it's like no one likes me because I'm kind of scrawny and weird looking. I mean, like Tom Holland is neither scrawny nor weird. I mean, him as Peter Parker, he's. Kind of, he's, he was picked on and yeah. not really uh, popular. I feel like, though, the one good thing the Homecoming and Far From Home did is he, it's he's not picked on because... It's not like in the Tobey Maguire ones where he's picked on because he's mm-hmm. a weird dork. He's picked on because there's smarter he's people better. in his school. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like people are jealous of the fact that he's yeah. got this and that. Which is... It works for that movie. Um, 
Okay. But the thing is why they hated him, because they thought he was a freak because he had powers and was super strong. Yeah. he was just clumsy. That's... Mm, okay. Um... Bambi. The mother. <laughs> Dude, I've only seen the first five minutes of Bambi ever, and I was gonna say either the mom or the actual shotgun. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he just it's it's a it's a shotgun with Tom Holland's face at the end, and he opens his mouth and he's like pow pow bam. <laughs> uh, movie's over. Yep, that's it. Dude, that is that. I never actually saw the entire movie because I think I was like it must have been three. Mecca put on, and it's like, what, 30 seconds into it? It's like, Mom, boom, done. And I was like, that's okay. <laughs> that's all for me. Oliver Twist. Mind you, it's already going to star Ice Cube. Uh, I'm not sure the characters in that one. I, um, uh, neither do I. I'll say an Ice Cream <laughs> Twist. I'm assuming that's the plot of Oliver Twist. Probably. Like a chocolate vanilla swirl sort of deal. I don't know. I'm not an expert. James and the Giant Peach, dude. You ever see this movie? Peach. Yeah, I was. No, gonna I have say, not. It's a. Uh, it's kind of. It's great. It's really well made. It's stop motion, but holy crap, it is scary as a kid. You watch that shit. Um. Yeah, I'd say the Peach. They get. He's got that kind of Peach fuzz look to him. Uh, Tinkerbell. Yeah. What do you think he should be in Tinkerbell? Well, you already said he, Tinkerbell. Right? Yeah, Tinkerbell. It's a. It's a Tom Holland Tinkerbell. Uh, Cinematic Universe. Sword in the Stone? I have an opinion on this. The sword. Yeah. They could just... That sounds about right. His chin is already pretty sharp, so they just do a little CGI, sharpen a little more. So, hey, no, no, the entire movie, his face is in the stone, the end of the sword, so right when they pull it out, it's just Tom Holland's face. Yeah, yeah. They're like, this sword suspiciously looks like two eyebrows and a nose. That's odd. That's odd. Uh, Lilo and Stitch. I'd say, uh, what's the, what's the alien that, the skinny one that's trying to save Earth? Dude, you're talking to the wrong um, guy. I actually had a conversation about this movie with my girlfriend the other day, and I referred to them as the fat one and the skinny one. You know, the one yeah, with the Yeah, so the face. skinny one that that's, like, odd and weird. Yeah. And the one that's kind of, uh, so I guess it's kind of like the the resource person that tries to save planets while yeah, the other yeah, one's yeah. just like an evil scientist I he you know like how mosquitoes are a weirdly big part of that movie yeah yeah I think he could voice all the mosquitoes <laughs> makes sense um this being said we're making fun of Tom Holland Tom Holland is fantastic it's just super funny if you look at any fan casting of any Disney movie in the near future a 9 out of 10 times it has Tom, Tom Holland on the roster and that's not an exaggeration it is uncanny Alright, so, is that all the movies? I got all the ones that I wanted to jokingly cast Tom Holland in. Let's talk about actual... Well, we could uh, transition this into Atlantis, because... Yes. We do have him in our real casting. This is... Okay, so, first one, for all you guys, we're going to do Atlantis, Treasure Planet, Hercules, Lilo, and Stitch, and then talk about some other ones tangentially. Atlantis was a movie I watched for the first time, what, six months ago? Around Christmas break. You recommended that I watch it, so when I went home for Christmas break, I watched it. it it's a sleeper movie. I liked it more than I thought I did. I think the story isn't fleshed out enough, but that's the best thing about these live-action movies, is that they can flesh out the story a little more. Yeah, I just feel like they didn't have, I don't know, they didn't have a 
budget or something, they tr- they probably made the movie shorter than it should have been. So I think with this live action movie, especially they have they have so many amazing opportunities for cool CGI shots in this movie, and plus they could yes. I think they could add another twenty to thirty minutes of story into the live action to make this movie even better. I think here's and I told you this earlier, and I'll say to if anyone's listening, if anyone if anyone is out there, this is a message. Um, I think what I want from these live action remakes, and it's the reason I didn't like The Lion King, and I'm a little nervous about Lilo and Stitch is I like the live-action remakes when they give a realistic version of a world that isn't our own. Like, Beauty and the Beast, as much as I... It's not t- totally different world, but seeing the Beast's castle and all the crazy magical things in it in live-action is cool, regardless on your opinion if the movie was necessary. Seeing, like, uh, Atlantis or Treasure Planet, where you have these crazy, awesome, intricate... CGI, basically written for CGI and special effects movies, where the world is new and world built. That's cool. Even Hercules, it's like that ancient Greece kind of thing. That's cool. I'm worried about movies that are more realistic, like Lilo and Stitch, or it's like it's basically a shot for shot remake. And even if they kind of spruce it up, there's nothing new to bring me to the theater. You know what I mean? Which is why I think yeah. Atlantis, I'm so excited for, is because. It's a really cool and very specific art design that we haven't really seen before in live-action movies that will look really cool in um, live-action. I think the closest thing you can compare to what it might look like is Avatar, because they do have a lot of like glowing neon yes. blue in I, Atlantis. Honestly, it's the beginning of... The beginning of the movie is an Indiana Jones movie and then the ending is Avatar and it's just really cool you know what I mean like it's got that takes place right at the beginning of World War 1 it's got that kind of like I'm a professor and I live in a basement I have all these weird nifty gadgets and we don't have any screens but I have to find this Mm -hmm. magical artifact which I I mean I'm the basically the target audience for freaking Indiana Jones I love those kind of movies but um so I'm really excited about this one and I do think if Tom Holland was going to be good in any role, it would be as Milo. Yep. That's, that's like, the first... Well, they actually had a real report. It's not just a fan mm-hmm. casting that they were considering Tom yeah. Holland for Milo. And I, I saw that. I'm like, wow, I actually like that a lot because Milo is kind of, like, this very smart, uh, very smart guy. He's also, throughout the movie, he's very awkward and he's kind of hits on a girl but doesn't really mm-hmm. know how to talk to her really yep. besides like talking about science and stuff so i'm just thinking well that's kind of like what peter parker is he's he's uh yes funny can be clumsy at times socially awkward but also lovable and i'm like wow that actually might work and i would totally be totally be down for that and then you Told and then you told me today another option for that mm-hmm. role, and it kind of made me feel like, ooh, maybe, maybe I don't want Tom Holland to be it because this other one sounds very well, very good too. Yes, I was doing so. I was looking at it today, and I saw one site mentioned that Grant Gustin would be a good Milo, and at first I was like, yeah, okay, but then I thought, first of all, the guy Milo is slightly older. Tom Holland, even though the guy's twenty four, he looks like he's sixteen. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, like Hollywood, sixteen, but he still looks younger. Grant Gustin yep. does look 
like a boyish 30. Like, he looks young and good-looking, but he still looks his age. Yep. He also, like, in the movie, Milo is likable, but people kind of disregard him. Where I feel like, and this is my whole thing with Tom Holland, Tom Holland is almost good-looking to play kind of these unlikable roles, whereas Grant Gustin is still good-looking, but not to the point of, like, you wouldn't believe that he had been working away in a basement for years. Yeah. Also... And also, you sent that picture that looks exactly... Like, he was in this costume. I think it was probably from The Flash. Yes. uh, Where he looked exactly like the character dressed with the glasses and everything. It. I think, honestly... And also, these live-action ones have pulled from... Like, they got for Cinderella, they got Richard Madden, who's, uh, uh, what, Rob Stark in Game of Thrones before he kind of blew up, relatively yep. speaking. And I think that they would do well from pulling from a pool of either unknown actors or kind of more... And don't get me wrong, The Flash is not, like, Emmy-winning. The Flash is not on the level of... Um, uh, Game of Thrones. It's also not trying to be, and I think if given the, uh, the right leeway, Grant Gustin could be very good in this role. Yeah, I also never, I don't, I never seen Grant Gustin in a movie. I don't think. I think, I think at the start of his career, he did a couple low budget movies, and then he got picked up by The Flash, and now he's been doing that for seven years. Yeah, so I think that's a good person to. He's not like. He's not like a gamble, like nobody knows him, but he's also not super popular. Where like a Tom Holland, where it's like, oh yeah, it's just uh, it's Tom Holland again, and it's, you just yes. see him as Spider Man or something. He'll bring he'll bring butts to seats, but not because you like know his name. Also, let's yeah. be honest, financially speaking, Grant Gustin will be much cheaper than Tom Holland. True. Like millions, and I think he could pull it off too. Yes. I think Grant Gustin would be millions of dollars cheaper than Tom Holland after mm-hmm. all the MCU movies and onward. They'd have to shell out a hefty, hefty price to get him to continue to be in all these movies. I also think that guy does deserve a blockbuster hit because I, I honestly thought he could, he should be the one to play the Flash in uh, the movies too, but yeah. I guess they're doing some connected universe within the movies and the shows so I guess that might be why they didn't do that so and I just all I seen him, him in was the Flash I like him a lot and he does seem like the type of guy that deserves to be in a blockbuster hit yes no that's 100% correct I think that he has the acting chops when he wants to be to pull his weight and he hasn't really had a big break yet so Disney could kind of give him the big break that he needs mm-hmm. um, just dude as we go into the next topic um, I just looked up live action um, freaking Treasure Planet, and the amount of Tom Holland pictures is uncanny. <laughs> like, there's one where they. Oh, jeez. Dude, I wish this was a. I well, we're so kind of sort of an announcement. Come fall time, we will be switching to both audio but also video, so we'll be be able to like edit pictures and stuff, and you'll be able to see our faces. But I wish, I wish people could get my reaction to this because they've just. I'll I'll send it to you later. Someone just just, like cropped out Tom Holland's face and just pasted it onto the completely animated thing. And they're like, it's like the captions like it's perfect casting. I'm like, that's terrifying. (laughs) Yeah, it's perfect casting if you have Tom Holland in it. Yeah, apparently. Apparently. Um, Would you like to move on to Treasure Planet? I know this is one of your personal favorites. We could do. Yeah. So this is my officially my favorite. Disney animated movie of all time and I know it is a f- 
I guess for a lot of people it is forgotten and uh, un- underrated. Mm-hmm. But I just love this. Um, just growing up, I just love this movie so much and it just stuck with me all the way up until now. And I was so excited to hear about a live action movie because one, like I said, with Atlantis, the CGI could look absolutely amazing. Oh yeah. And two, it does have room for more story within it and like room to not make an exact remake and kind of twist it and make it almost like a new movie. They also, this one, um, they could even do it as a live action miniseries. I feel, I don't think they will because that's a big gamble, Mm -hmm. but I, I wouldn't mind seeing a sci-fi pirate space adventure on Disney plus. Like that would not be a turn off. Yeah, yeah. Either way, as long as they throw out some Treasure Planet content. Yes. But uh, so, uh, we only we for the lead role of Jim. This was kind of a hard one to pick out because there were guys that we thought we would like to see and they would have worked, but they were too old for the part because Jim is supposed to be sixteen. These mm-hmm. people were like thirty, mm-hmm. and they didn't look like they could play a younger mm-hmm. role, so we're kind of disappointed on that. But the one person he is still in his 20s a little bit older but he I think he could possibly play off a teenager and uh, that is Logan Lerman he's mm-hmm. the dude that played Percy Jackson this I think um, they're obviously if they're gonna get an established actor they have to go a little older mm-hmm. but if they so I think Logan Lerman honestly I haven't seen him in a lot of stuff the people are like oh he's in Percy Jackson it's not his fault. Like, that's just a fact. If to be honest, though, I don't think the Percy Jackson mo- If it wasn't based on a book and it was just its own movie, I don't think the movie's that bad. I just think it's just seen bad because they're basing it off the, the book. So when you compare the book to the movie, they just look at it as shit. But overall, yeah. the, I don't think the movie's all that bad. I think, like, I enjoyed watching it. I think the problem with that movie is that it both doesn't want to be the book but also relies on the fact that you know stuff about the book so there's like Mm -hmm. if you watch without reading the book there's tons of exposition missing but if you watch it after reading the book you know regardless of the percy jackson thing they're remaking there's a live action version of ackerman at disney plus too but yeah that's why i'm excited for the live action uh, percy jackson it's going to be a tv uh, tv series or disney plus series so that's why i'm excited for that because I think they could pull this off because they're not. Uh, it's not going to be a movie where they can't put everything from the books in. So yeah. they could definitely put a lot more information and story into it. So I think it will turn out a lot better than the movies did. I uh, know. I'm excited for that. But um, I'm actually really excited for that. But that's a that's a video for another day. But um, Treasure Planet, dude. I sent this to you earlier. Uh, someone has done a Treasure Planet live action fan cast that I think is almost perfect. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, starting off, there's Ben the Robot, played by Andy Serkis, who is amazing. By and any like basically any uh, CGI character he does becomes the top of his game. He did Gollum, amazing. He did uh, Caesar from the Planet of the, the New Planet of the Apes, amazing. You know what I mean? He also mm-hmm. is, as we saw in Black Panther and some other movies, he is super funny. Yeah, and the robot's the funniest character. Exactly. And he could kind of pull off a more... I will have to say, in Treasure Planet, the robot is really funny, but occasionally 
he's not annoying, but he's funny at points where you're like, okay, you don't need humor. But they got, did they get, who they got, Jim? Come I feel like it could easily, it could go two ways. It, as easy as it could turn out really funny and it works great, it could easily become a Jar Jar Binks situation where yeah. everyone finds it annoying and hates it. That's right. And in the in the live action, in the, sorry, in the cartoon one, they had a Martin Short voice him, who is phenomenal and very funny. But it was that. Oh. What's up? Know who I think could play a good Ben? What's up? Um, what's the dude's name now? Uh, the cast, the dude who plays Dewey Duck. Um. Oh, uh, how do I not know this? Oh my god, I was just Wait. talking about him this morning. That's... Dude, we're losing our street cred right here. Oh no. I can't no. remember his name. How? I know his name It's too. Ben, it's Ben, um... Is it Schultz? Dude, oh my, dude. Wait. I watched an interview... I, I'm, I'm having a brain fart right now. Dude, I watched an All interview right. with him this morning. Wait. I'm searching up. Yep. You go to Google. I am dead inside. Wait, I can't... Why am I... It's Ben be- Schwartz. Yeah, it is Schwartz. I knew it. Alright. Hold Ben Schwartz. Dude, I... I'm so disappointed. I think he could play a... I think he could play a good uh, Ben the Robot. I didn't actually think His of that. that ben. That's a good one. Um, yeah. I think that's good, too, because he's funny. Uh, and he's that mm-hmm. kind of charming funny, where Andy Serkis is kind of that bombastic funny... Other other awesome casting choices, uh, the prope- the professor. Th- I think this is the best one in my opinion out of this. The professor played by David Tennant. That's mm-hmm. just perfect. I think David Tennant is one of the better actors out there, and I think he gets a, not looked down on, but because he's kind of bounced between acting in on stage and acting in TV, for the most part. He's not like, you know, one of the Oscar-nominated actors, but he's one of the best actors I've seen, and I think he could be great in that kind of... The, 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 the professor kind of role thing. Um, <laughs> what, Haley Atwell as yeah. Captain... Jeez, I'm going to get so crucified. Captain Cat Lady? What's her name? Uh, Captain Amelia? That's a great one as well. Um... I was saying, well, this is what I had for Long John Silver. I had John Goodman. Here's, I think, honestly, when you, this was another one like Atlantis where you told me to watch this, I watched it, and when he wasn't voiced by uh, John Goodman, I was surprised, because that was like the 90s um, when, I mean, John Goodman is in uh, Princess and the Frog, he's in freaking Monsters, Inc., he's in almost every Disney property from like that 20-year span. I was so when I saw his build, I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be John Goodman," and when it wasn't, I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe in the live action version. Yes, I think. Um, what the heck? Sorry, my the my little thing flipped out. Uh, I think in the live action version, I have two things: either John Goodman or Javier Bardem. Because Javier Bardem, if you guys don't know him, uh, No Country for Old Men, um, freaking the fifth Pirates of the Caribbean movie, he can both be very charming, but also go scary as shit within like a matter of moments, which is kind of the sense you always get from Long John Silver, where it's like, oh, and actually it hasn't occurred to me, he's also played a pirate before, so there you go. Uh, sure. 
Yeah, I have. Yes. I think either of them would do great. I think the only problem with John Goldman is that he's old. And he's obviously still kicking, yeah. but he can't be as jumpy and animated as that guy was. True. But then he also has an advantage on just being a bigger set, too. That That is true. John Goodman looks like... Honestly, I thought... Again, I thought it was John Goodman. Uh, when mm-hmm. I did see... Okay, so in the movie, there's also uh, a freaking... What's his face? I gotta look it up. Uh, Mr. Arrow, which is uh, the cat lady's second in command. Someone has, Mm -hmm. you know, the big rock guy. Uh, Someone has cast Lawrence Fishburne as it. That's perfect. His voice is amazing for that. That's that would probably be a totally CG character. So you just need someone with a fantastic voice. Ah, That's a great Mm -hmm. voice. Um, There's no other main characters. I think we need to go over. Um, just. What about the what's? Never mind. He doesn't even say anything. But the what's the bubble dude's name? Uh, do, um, Mort. Oh, Mort. Mort yeah. Mort. The little. Yeah, that, that that that's Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah, that's Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> then other than that, I think we're. Is, I I wonder. I wonder if this. I wonder if this joke gets better the more we say it. <laughs> I think it does. Um. <laughs> Oh, um, why? I've accidentally Google mapped Dewey Duck. <laughs> Google map? It, it, I didn't realize Siri popped up. I was saying, who's Dewey Duck? And it thought, must have thought I said, where's Dewey Duck? And it just Google mapped it. Um, <laughs> I looked down at my iPad and it said, Dewey Duck, yeah, seriously. Uh, Hercules. This is a big one that people keep going back and forth on. I have some thoughts. Mm-hmm. This one... People, you would point to Dustin thing. People had said Hugh Jackman as, uh... Zeus. Not Zeus, um, Hades. Hades. Personally, I know people might not agree with this. I think he would be a better Zeus for a couple reasons. He's a huge actor. And just like Robin Williams in Aladdin, I think it would be better. You know how Robin Williams never wanted to steal the show? I think it would be better for him to be... This kind of character he that still we don't. Stole it. Hmm? Oh yeah, 100%. He still stole this stuff. And there's like a whole there's a whole backstory behind that. But like I feel like Hugh Jackman would be better in this kind of Zeus role because he pops up a couple times in the movie. He's a great cameo. He looks I'm not kidding. The guy looks like with when he grows up the beard oh, and slicks the hair out. He looks the dude is the dude is huge and jacked, man. Ha ha Oh Yeah, da dun and we need a little button. Um, my neighbors probably hate me. Um, <laughs> they're probably listening to the floorboards right now going, this guy's a moron. Um, I think he'd be cool Zeus just as like a cool cameo. I think for Hades, you brought this to my attention. You said mm-hmm. Tom Hiddleston, which yep. is a good idea because he doesn't usually, he isn't usually allowed to be funny in the more mainstream stuff he does. But he is a funny dude. And Hades... Yeah, he can be. Yeah, and I think Hades needs to be that kind of 50-50 between intimidating and funny. And he can pull that off. Mm-hmm. Plus I... he's used to a villain role. Well, he's actually... Yeah, he's used to, like, the villain slash anti-hero. So he can do the side where he, he's kind of trying to manipulate Hercules or whoever, making them feel like he's on their side, but then also being a complete villain. I think, yeah, I think that'll work. I also think that might be a little typecasting where people see him as Loki and they're like, hey, 
that character is interchangeable with Hades in the first Avengers movie, so we can just kind of give it a little switcheroo. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, and he, he does... He does uh, Loki is a god, too, so... Yeah, it's that's... Just, uh, mm-hmm. it, it's from Greek to... Um, Norse. What's the... Norse, yeah. I so. think that's the one thing that... I, I also realize a lot of these fan castings that we found online are just... They're all MCU actors. And not yep. like... Not like, oh, this person happens to be an MCU, but like, Chris Evans or Chris Hemsworth for Hercules? Chris Pratt, maybe? I'm like, no, they're not going to do it, first of all. And second, I understand that you like the MCU, but there are other actors out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I that's, thought... why, that's why once someone's an MCU actor, they're just a huge name, and then they, they're literally on the map. Yeah, and you know, it's 100% true, but I... Okay, this is, this is an actor, I have a recommendation for Hades... This is an actor that I love because he's super funny. I mean, one of the funnier people I've ever heard. Bill Hader. He also has that kind of... It's kind of like a this voice where he can pull off that intimidating, but also it's a little bit nasally, so it's kind of like the Hades in the original one. Mm-hmm. Um, he can also be intimidating. He, in Barry, he's a hitman who does all this you know, killing and stuff, so he can pull off that kind of intimidating. I think he would be very good at this and also hater hades he got one letter off i don't know know if that's uh in their hiring process but (sighs) i think i nailed that one but uh no (laughs) i think because they need someone who's both intimidating but also has very good comedy jobs for that role because it's funny so i think either of those guys would do there were a lot of what were the other ones that um do you remember so i think this is the easiest casting you can make for phil Danny DeVito. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> he already voices him in the animated version. And I think the animated version, they literally just tried to animate his body to make it look like him. So. They did, yeah. He, yeah. No, you're 100% correct. So that's an easy casting. And then for Meg, they uh, I saw this and I thought this would actually be really good. Elizabeth Gillies, I think that's her last name. Or it's Gillies. It's Gailey's maybe. I think Giles, uh, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it, but um, so if you don't know her, she was played Jade in Victorious, and I think she could be because Meg's character is supposed to be kind of like she does it. She's kind of like a strong female character. She tries not to take shit from people. Even Hades, she gives shit back to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's very confident. And she's very good with like flirting and getting what she wants. She's smart, and yeah. she's. Yeah, she's smart, and I think she could play this good because in her character, Victorious, she, one, she's she's a decently attractive uh, girl, two, and she she kind of had this badass side where she didn't really take shit, where she could put that in that role, and she could also be charming too, and if they do go down the route where they make it a musical like the animated version, yes. she also could sing. So here's you know what I didn't realize. This is going to be. Produced by the Russo brothers and written by the guy who writes Ten. Uh, um, holy crap! The Ten Rings movie. Why is my brain dead today? I've read all these comics. Um, <laughs> I've literally read. Um, whatever. Um, Shang Chi and the Master of Kung Fu. So I think this might be closer to a superhero movie. I feel like it should be. It, I feel like it should be, and I think Disney Disney is just hiring... They've already hired three guys who are intricately connected to the MCU in a good way. And I have a feeling they're going to pose this as more of a... You know how, like, Hercules in the 80s and 90s was 
um, Disney's attempt to get um, male viewership, actually. Same with Aladdin, was Disney had realized that most of their viewers, not all, obviously, a lot of people, including both of us, like the princess, enjoy the princess movies greatly. But um, a lot of their viewership was generally female or small girls. So they produced uh, Hercules and Aladdin to try to get the male audience. It did go over well, and it was under-marketed. But I feel like this might be... They, they, they're doing the exact same thing, where they're like, okay, you guys don't like the live-action movies? Boys aren't showing up to Beauty and the Beast as much as they, you know, other movies? We'll give you a completely new Greek superhero. Avengers 5. Yeah, basically. Like, they know that if you put Disney, you put the Russo brothers together, and you make a some sort of superhero movie... Even if it's dog shit, excuse my French, I'll show up to it. Wait, this is actually going to be Thor, Thor, Love and Thunder? It's just a crossover from the mythology? Dude, <laughs> that would, Hercules, the character Hercules is in the, is in the uh, comics. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I heard, I heard about that too, so I don't know if MCU would ever actually do that. No. But... <laughs> This could be their crossover. I love if they actually... Oh, you know what would be really funny? If it was a misnomer. Because like, Hercules is still a rumor. But I would love if everyone assumed it was a Hercules um, live-action movie thing. But then they're like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. This is MCU Hercules. Like He's one of a, he's an Avenger for like 40 years. We're doing Greek gods in the MCU. And just everyone would be super confused. Like, you show up expecting a musical, and then it's the Marvel music, and you're like, wait a second. (laughs) And everyone just loses their shit. Oh! It would be funny if they market it as, like, a Disney princess film, and you show up, and it's just secretly... They would never do that, but that would be the the greatest, like, (laughs) ploy of all time. But I think that would make them lose money. (laughs) Oh, so much money. They they get more money, but uh, just for... But after, like, one... After the opening night, then everyone realizes it's actually a Marvel film, then everyone starts to go see it, though. That would be, they'd make, like, a decent amount of money the first weekend, and then, like, a billion dollars the second weekend, because everyone yeah. would be so, honestly, <laughs> it would be that surprise, confused factor that they might even make even more money than anything else. That's obviously, mm-hmm. we're obviously just speculating and joking. That will probably never yeah. happen. Um, uh, so, I have an opinion on Hercules. I know this What's is unpopular. That? I think they should go with a relatively unknown actor for this one. Yeah, I I feel like they especially like with Star Wars. I like how uh, a yep. lot of times they take people who aren't really known, and that movie makes them big. Oh yeah, because you also don't see them as any other character Bingo. from a different movie. And if they're good too, then then all you see them as is hey, that is Hercules. That's that's the first big thing you see that actor as. That's I will have to say you're right Star Wars does this well and even though people have their qualms with the sequels and we have some qualms with the sequels but every time I see Daisy Ridley and she's a great actor like she's fantastic but every time I see Daisy Ridley I think hey there's Ray I watched Murder in the Orient mm-hmm. Express recently and she's in it and the entire time I was like hey there's Ray Pacific Rim Uprising saw that a couple years ago but the entire time I was like oh Finn has an accent <laughs> yeah I saw uh, I saw Daisy Ridley and she plays Ophelia in the Ophelia movie oh. I, we turned it on and then she had like I didn't even recognize her at first because she had like red hair and her yeah. hair is a completely different style I'm like I know her from somewhere she looks so familiar and then um, then I look to take like a second I'm like 
holy crap that's right i I never i never even knew she was i think that might have taken place before or in between oh yeah uh, that makes sense star wars movies and i'm just like wow i never that was the first time i saw her outside of a star wars movie too so that's why i think that's cool because you don't know this actor or actress and then see them in this huge movie and you know and you're like so familiar with them and then you see them in a movie they played before that part you're like holy crap i didn't know they did movies before this exactly and also it gives your brand like let's say if they did a hercules if they got a completely new actor to play hercules or a relatively unknown actor every single movie no matter what company he did it with afterwards you'd think oh it's the hercules guy which is basically literally mental advertising and this movie, I feel sure. like this has become like a sort of cult classic where people will, you will get people to go see it. You might not get as many people mm-hmm. as The Lion King, but it will be marketed well and people will see it. True. I think, yeah, I think a lot of this stuff is, for the main leans in most of the movies, I think they could go with unknown actors now if they have at least a good famous supporting cast. Oh, of course. Especially if, if they have Hugh Jackman in as a cameo in that movie, then it- billion dollars it honestly if they have hugh jackman and danny devito if they put up a poster that was just it said hercules at the top it said the day was coming out it said hugh jackman question mark and then just danny devito period even if hugh jackman might not be in the movie i'd still show up to it (laughs) of course that brings us speaking of relatively unknown lead characters you want to talk about lilo and stitch yeah, so Lilo and Stitch, we couldn't really figure out many characters, mainly yeah. because Lilo is probably the hardest person I could think of to cast because, one, there are, like, we even searched this up, there are barely any Polynesian actors, it's like, known. Very underrepresented. We looked up a list like of. Like, the, the number fourth one is, what's his name? Russell Crowe. <laughs> yeah, he's the number fourth Polynesian actor. So, like, so that's how small that group is and uh so then we really we didn't we couldn't think of anything and plus it's it's like a 10 year old too so we barely like any race or culture we barely know any 10 year old actors so we couldn't really pick out something for her but her sister uh nani what or how how you say her name not dude nani i think yeah you're i'm not yeah i think it's not nani well so this at first i couldn't think of anything for her and then it just suddenly popped in my head the actress from Outer Banks, Madison Bailey. I was, it just popped into my head. I think she could pull it. Like she looks like that. Uh, I don't know if that's actually she's Polynesian or, but she probably not. But she looks like she could be. She also has the nose, like kind of almost like how the animations are, and yes. she just looks perfect. Especially if you see her in the show Outer Banks. They they're like on the islands outside South Carolina, and they're always at the ocean, and the water. And she's a surfer, so she pulls off that style and like what the clothes she wears. So I think she could fit like that Hawaiian look perfectly. And she's not really a, a hugely known act actress, except for now after Outer Banks. Now she, people are starting to get to know her, so it's like a perfect amount of fame where she's not that known, but she's now known enough, and she's uprising where she could fit that role perfectly, and bring an audience to the uh, movie theater but the only concern i have even though she's 20 years old she does look young and uh her character is supposed to be i think she's supposed to be like early 20s maybe 
uh, maybe a little bit older, but uh, she's supposed to be uh, Lilo's she's, guardian. Yeah. So I don't know if she has. She looks old enough to be pl- able to play a guardian, but that also depends when this movie comes out. She might look a bit older by then. I also a thing about that I kind of liked about Nani in the Lilo and Stitch is she looks she looks like a a lady who's been doing the work for a long time and she can hand herself like i would not you know what i mean she's not stocky mm-hmm. in like a in a bad way but she's like built in like a very in a very dude i don't know how to word it. she's she looks attractive but she's also like obviously been doing heavy lifting in actual work for a long time so it looks like she could basically in a sentence it looks like she could kick your ass if you went after her yeah. kid you know what i mean and that's the mm-hmm. thing you got to go after. Second thing is, especially for movies like, and I know people had a problem with this with Aladdin, and I think they can sort of rectify this with um, Lido and Stitch, is that you got to, especially for movies that are very specific to the culture, like Lilo and Stitch takes place in Hawaii, and the stuff is very specific, the music is very specific. you got to do justice to it by casting the mm-hmm. actual race or culture represented in the film. Like, that's a huge problem with Hollywood right now. But it also makes the film feel more realistic. Yep. Because if you tell me that this takes place in Polynesia, and that everyone in it in Polynesian is Polynesian, but then it's an all-white cl- cast with, like, The Rock as the token Polynesian guy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, unfortunately, he gets typecast like that. But I'd be like, uh, no. Not believable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't even... I don't know if she is Polynesian, but she definitely looks like she could pull it off. So... Yes. I think I think she's definitely good enough to at least be considered for the role. Especially... I sent you, like, three pictures of her and two yes. were photo shoots. And then the last one you saw was her actually in the show. And that's when you're like, oh, wow. Like, when you actually see her in the show, that actually looks like uh, she could work for that. And you didn't even see her act in it. She does a great job acting-wise. And I actually saw interviews with the cast, and they say that she's probably, like, the best one out of all of them because she she just, like, gets everything done in one take. That's, like she's perfect okay. That's a she, good thing. Uh, yeah, she, yeah, yeah, they tell her, they say, like, oh, yeah, she gets everything done in one take. Um, so. I was actually, that just occurred to me when I said The Rock is the token um, Polynesian guy. I just looked up the uh, woman, the girl who plays Moana in Moana. Yeah, dude, I was th- I was thinking about her for uh, Lilo, and then I'm just like, oh, she- I don't know if she's too old for she it. She looks Lilo's like she like could 10. be, in two years, I think she looks, She's there's a thing from 2019, I think, a picture of her at the premiere for Ralph Breaks the Internet. I think in a couple years, she would be the perfect cast for the sister. Mm-hmm. How old is she? She's 19, but the, she looks like 25. Yeah, I she was the first person that came into my head for Lilo. Then I'm like, wait, no, she's way too old. She's for younger Lilo. than me. God, dang it, <laughs> that makes me sad. <laughs> um, but so I think that's enough talk for that character. Yeah, and then this is the one that you mentioned for the what was it? Was he? Oh, the perfect actually like CIA. I have the perfect. Agent? So it's the CIA. It's the um. It's the. The kid, it's the agency's agent. His name is Bubba, I think, or Bubbles or something. I'm pretty yeah, sure it's, I'm 80% sure it's Bubba, um, or Bubbles. Um, uh, this is the perfect casting. Dennis Haysbert. Who's Dennis Haysbert, you ask? I don't know that guy, you ask. Yes, you do. Because it's Allstate Insurance. That guy, 
is the epitome. <laughs> he's also in um he plays Captain um he plays Captain Holt's friend Bob in um Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, he I think is the epitome of that deep, calm, soothing voice who either looks like he could be your uncle or he looks like he could kick your ass. And I think that's exactly mm-hmm. what you need for that character. Originally, I was bouncing around with like Andre Aubert who plays Captain Holt or The Rock. And I realized that both of them look too nice. Like, it's funny to say The Rock doesn't look intimidating anymore because the world knows that he's like incredibly, incredibly kind. Yep. But this dude looks like he could just break you over his knee with a look. <laughs> mm-hmm. You, on the other hand, had arguably one of the better castings that made me laugh very hard. Talk about for Jumbo? Yep. Yeah, so for Jumbo, like the the goofy evil scientist, uh, I said Dave Batista <laughs> Because he, he is this, like, he's like a big dude and he's like, at times he's serious and like manip evil and he's violent but then on the other hand he's also a very goofy and crazy funny character i think dave batista is perfect for that as you see with drax how he's the tough guy but he could also be very goofy and like stupid crazy yes i've also i watch him on instagram and some of the like videos he does that dude is he's got comedy mm-hmm. comedy comedy yeah comedy chops for days like yep. like chocolatey Chomedy? Chomba chop? I don't know, whatever. Um, <laughs> he's got that, like, he's actually funny, and I think he likes doing the weird voices and stuff. And I think he could totally be that big, bombastic, kind of guy. Yeah. I like it. I like I like that. See, uh, Dave Batista's Jumbo. Dave Batista, just. Dave Batista's fantastic. Like, I watch his Instagram. First of all, he's a great guy. And second, he's so funny. Mm-hmm. I listened to an interview with him recently. On have you ever heard of uh, the podcast Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum, the guy who played Lex Luthor on Smallville? No, but I heard of the Blip podcast. That's the only podcast I listen. To. Oh, that's a really good one. I heard that both of their uh, um, hosts are charming and very sexy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if anyone needs a Hercules, we're cat, fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely... Dude, you could be Jim and I'll play Hercules. And I think we're all good. Look at the... <laughs> and we're done yeah, here. I've been casted as Jim. And I've been casted as... Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been casted as a very young, not blonde Mr. Incredible. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to have Bob Iger listen to our podcast and be like, yeah, let's hire them for one of a, one of the roles. Uh, being in a, even cameo in a Disney movie would make my life. Hopefully we get to make some of the Disney movies someday. But um, I think, okay, I got my last casting decision for uh, Lilo and Stitch. It is Captain Got... I think it's Got To? It's the shark dude. Yep. Who originally, I had no idea. And then in it does, he doesn't have to be Polynesian, but it was funny looking through Polynesian actors. Um, Manu Bennett, Slade from um, he's both Slade from Arrow, but he's also the White Orc from all the Hobbit movies. The dude's voice when he tries to be angry is terrifying, and mm-hmm. he sounds like he could be a shark, whale person. I think and that and. We just need his voice because that that character is going to be CGI anyway. Exactly. I think he's also he's done big CGI characters before, so he knows the deal. Um, 
he is a great act. If if season two of Arrow is any indication, that guy has fantastic acting jobs. Specifically, his great angry acting jobs. But um, well, that that was the best season of Arrow, in my opinion, and that has to highly do with him. It's oh, it's one hundred percent, dude. As we've said before in this podcast so many times, and you've said this a ton, the villain makes the hero in the movie. And Slade Wilson and Manu Bennett are. I saw Manu Bennett once. Um, I'm going to meet him. He's just a fantastic... Actually, this is a funny story. Quick side note. Um, I went to Comic-Con one year with my friend, and we got... We actually paid... We didn't usually pay for, like, pictures with people, but this was the year after Season 2 of Arrow came out. So we got in line. We paid our ticket. We went to take a picture of Manu Bennett, which I still have. Picture of Manu Bennett. And then, so we had paid, like, whatever, $40, and we're like, we have a picture of Manu Bennett. So then we're waiting in line to get our picture, and we walk out, and my mother and my sister had come with us, but they didn't want to pay. So they're staying in the hallway, and they said, oh my goodness, we just met Manu Bennett. And we were like, wait, no, no, we met Manu Bennett. We paid $40 to meet the guy. And this is the best. My mom goes, oh no, no, he came out here. He had sweat through his shirt. So we just, <laughs> he took his shirt off, and then shirtless, greeted my mother and sister, Put apparently he's ripped, puts his shirt back on, and then goes inside to greet us. <laughs> that's a true story like... <laughs> that's a true story Boston Comic Con you can look up when he was there I have the picture and my mom who didn't know him go oh my goodness when we took the picture out like to her we said oh we got a picture with him and she goes oh we just met him he said hi to us while you shirtless I thought it was kind of weird I was like you met Manu Bennett ben- shirtless and I just had to pay $40 to see him with the shirt on <laughs> <laughs> uh that's, that's just your luck for you. Yeah, seriously. Um, but, man, you better decide. I think you'd be great at that role. Mm-hmm. I think Disney has a bright future, but they also have to avoid just remaking crap. Yep. As long as they keep... I, I just feel like the flops or the underrated Disney movies are the ones they should be focused on remaking. Not the big hits. I honestly, out of the list of this, you know what caught me by, caught my attention? And this is dead serious. So I read this entire list that the Collider has online. First thing that caught my attention was, uh, excuse me, Corella. Because they have a picture. There's, they've released stills from the um, movie. I've never seen, mind you, I've never seen 101 Dalmatians. I get, that's on my list. It's on my list to watch. I was in that play. I played, uh... Dalmatian number 62 or something oh, like no that. Oh, no shit. That's amazing. Are you kidding? Yep. Dude. I could probably find a picture of it somewhere buried <laughs> in my house. We should, do, <laughs> we should do an episode where we find really... Dude, I'll, if you find that picture, I'll find the picture of me as Dash from The Incredibles. And we can do an episode and just be like, this is how freaking nerdy we are. Um, well, I'll find like all my pictures of me dressed up like me dressed up as spider-man for halloween yes light ear like all that all that stuff dude we got to do an episode just like that be like meet nolan and joey we're nerds that has to be when we have videos though so we react especially when action dude especially when you see like freaking me right now versus me when i was a kid is a is i just look i think i was replaced someday down the line and like my memories were just added up into this look very different um Mm -hmm. But no, the Cruella movie, it's with Emma Stone, who is an Oscar nominee, and I there's not an Emma Stone movie I do not like. Um, it looks really weird. The pitch is, the film is described as an 80s origin movie with a punk vibe. 
Um, wow. And it, the production is already wrapped. I didn't even, I dude, I didn't even realize this was a thing. It's written by the same yeah. people who wrote um, Saving Mr. Banks, which is a fantastic movie. Oh, that's a good movie. Um, and The Devil Wears Prada, which also is a fantastic movie. I haven't seen, but I've heard. Um, I'm excited about that one. I'm excited about Pinocchio because it's by the same. It's Robert Zemeckis who did uh, Back to the Future, um, Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. You know, classics. Classics. It was originally. Yeah, I wonder if it's Disney Plus or theater. Um, Pinocchio. They've actually ba- they've said a lot of this stuff. They've said I think Pinocchio is theater. Cruella is definitely theater. Little Mermaid is theater. Um, Peter Pan is still on the line. They haven't decided yet. There might, that might be Disney Plus. Snow White is theater. Hunchback of Notre Dame is still on the line because they don't know how much money is going to get put into it. Robin Hood is Disney Plus officially. Um, Bambi is uh, um, in theaters because if they're going to be using the same technology as The Lion King. And then everything else is yeah. undecided. And Lilo and Stitch is Disney Plus. Sounds good. Yeah, I think it's I think it's about fifty fifty. I feel like for every yeah. huge movie they release, they released one in Disney Plus. It's a good idea. So they could honestly release at the same time. So they're making money both at the same time, but they're not taken away from each other since one's not even in theaters. Here's what my guess is going to be. My guess is going to be they'll do whatever they're because they do they they scheduling movies is a way bigger part of the business than you think which is why coronavirus screwed up everything so much is because you have to buy a release date that's why everything gets pushed back like the marvel movies all got pushed back a full release date because the mcu already owns those release dates they can't just go buying up new ones um i think honestly what they'll do is they'll have like the fall, let's say in September, they'll have their fall big budget movie, and then in November they'll have the Disney Plus, and then in let's say I don't know February they'll have the big budget movie, and then in I think it'll be an alternating throughout the seasons is kind of what I'm kind of yeah probably so quite literally at all times there is some sort of new content that is within a two month range of newness from Disney. It's a good marketing plan. And this isn't even including Star Wars stuff, Marvel stuff, Pixar stuff. Like, this is just Disney Animation Studios. Mm-hmm. Which is mind-boggling that so much of our entertainment is owned by this one company. But they make good stuff, so I'm not complaining. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to move on to our last film, Peter Pan? Yeah, let's move on to Peter Pan. And we'll wrap it up. So, who did you have as Peter Pan? I have... Um, I actually didn't have anyone as Peter Pan. I think that's one of the ones where they could do a new person. I did have... Tom Holland. <laughs> Tom, clearly, Tom Holland. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. As we know, Disney clones Tom Holland every couple of years. Um, so, what they do... <laughs> he does more, movie, more than one movie at once. Exactly. And that's why he always looks the same age, is because... He uh, died a couple years ago, and they're just cloning him every couple years. Um, so one of their underdeveloped clones they could use as Peter Pan. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. I think Millie Bobby Brown of Stranger Things, you know, Eleven, she would be... Yep. People have kind of bounced this around. I think she'd be a good Wendy. 
Yeah, I could see that. She can pull a franchise, but she's not like a kind of she's not one of those kind of ditzy um, archetype girls where it's like, oh wow, it's so magical. She's she she can control things with her mind. She's not impressed. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like that's a good balance. Apparently, Jude Law is in talks as of like this week to play uh, Captain Hook. Oh. I don't mind that. I like Jude Law basically everything he does. And then you told me, well, this is for the Tinkerbell movie, so I don't know if it's going to be the yeah. same for uh, for Peter Pan, but mm-hmm. you said um, Reese Witherspoon, right? Has been cast as Tinkerbell in her yeah, own she, movie, yeah. Yeah, so for the Tinkerbell movie, she will be playing Tinkerbell, which I think, I, I like her, she's a great actress, and I don't mind her as Tinkerbell, but the only thing is though, I feel like she is old for the role, because I always look at Tinkerbell as being just as young as the kids, if not just like 20 years old or something like that, or however fairy years are, to just picture just someone young as that role. Yes. So I'm not sure if they're going to use her for both Tinkerbell and Peter Pan, but if they don't, the person who came to mind for me that I think would work as Tinkerbell in the Peter Pan movie is Dove Cameron. Yes. I Here's, I think, the difference between the Peter Pan and the Tinkerbell movie. Um, in Peter Pan, she's not going to talk, I have a feeling. She's going to do the twinkly Probably thing. Probably not. In yeah. the, I think the reason they cast Reese Witherspoon in the live-action one is even if they CGI her up so she looks younger and she looks like a fairy, she has a great voice. She does. She really does. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why they cast her. Whereas you're right, for... Peter Pan, they just need someone who looks the part so that when they do close-ups of Tinkerbell, they have an actor who looks like she could be Tinkerbell. She literally does look like if you take Tinkerbell's animation, just turn her into a real person. Dude, I feel like it would look exactly like her. I was watching her in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It looks like what it looks like what a computer generator would generate an attractive TikTok Instagram star like. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Probably. Like it's so it's yeah. it's like almost like it's like an uncanny valley effect. On a human being. <laughs> to be honest, uh, n- like, she also looks like... This is another character from uh, Outer Banks. Um, wait, I'm trying to think of uh, the actress's name, but she plays... Uh, Holy crap. The, Dude, Dove Cameron is 24 years old. And she's... See, look, she's young, too. That's perfect. She looks uh, 12. I thought so, she was, like, 16. No, no, no. She was like 16 when she was in Disney Channel. That's a good point. I do... I said this to you. I have a feeling that they... I have this weird suspicion. Obviously, this isn't confirmed. Disney doesn't seem to like to use any Disney Channel actor in their Mm -hmm. movies at all for any reason. I have a feeling... reasons. I have a feeling it's because Disney movies want to be critically acclaimed... So they want to make sure that they're never connected to the Disney Channel. Probably. Because, let's be honest, and I know people like the Disney Channel. Objectively, they're not well-made things. (laughs) Nah, they're just for like... They're for kids. Kids, comedy jokes. Yeah, it's not targeted at an Oscar-nominated audience. It's targeted at kids, and it does a good job at being kids' content. If that's the case, and they can't cast of Cameron... Another person who I think could fit the role is the girl who plays Sarah Cameron in uh, Outer Banks, too. She's also another one of those not 
too well known, but now she's uprising because of this role in Outer Banks. Her gotcha. name's Madeline Klein. She, like, even if Tinkerbell doesn't talk, she does have that kind of face that could work for a Tinkerbell, too. I don't know if you've ever seen a picture. I'm looking her up right now. How old is this girl? She's probably around 22. How did we get to look like this? <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand it when I see people our age. Like, we're not, neither of us are bad looking dudes. But, um, I don't understand. <laughs> unless you ask a girl. Yeah, unless you ask. I don't, in, in, yeah. That's <laughs> what do you mean? I'm Captain America. Yeah, you are Captain America. That is a fact. <laughs> Dude, I was talking, speaking of girls, I have an amazing girlfriend who's just awesome, but yesterday I got a text from you, and it said, it didn't say, usually, I have you in my phone as Cap, but I, it might have been something else, we might have been going back and forth, it might have been the Google Doc that we have, and it said Joey Harris, and she goes, oh, you got a notification from Cap, I said, <laughs> from Cap? And she goes, oh, sorry, Joey, I laughed, I was like, he's gonna love this, you know this, right? <laughs> Like, he's going to love this more than you could possibly know. And she's like, I know. You're both dorks. I'm just going to be known as Cap. Dude, like, that's my... Joey's going to be erased from my birth certificate. My goal in for next year's school year is to just continuously call you Cap until nobody calls you Joey and everyone refers to you as Captain America. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Just we're on set. Hey, Cap. No, I'm, dude, I'm going to... That's not an exaggeration. I'm going to start calling you Cap if you're okay with that. That's hilarious. No, I like it. <laughs> Dude, you're going to be the cap. I'll respond. Please do. And then on, on Snapchat, I have your name as Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> like right now, as we're calling right now, it says on the top of my phone, Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Mine says cap. <laughs> <laughs> um, Perfect. That's all I got for the Disney live action stuff. Do you got anything else, dude? Yeah, I think I think that's good. Good conversation. Everyone should uh, give us their thoughts on who they think would be good, uh, good casting for some of these movies. Yeah, and I think honestly, the thing that Disney needs to do with these upcoming ones, and I feel like they're what I've heard from Mulan, is that they're taking the right step in the direction where they take the general framework of the story you know and then develop it way more, like to a very very deep degree that makes them not only fairy tales but compelling stories. And I think, for most of the movies we've talked about, they have the opportunity to seriously develop these characters into more than likable archetypes, but into developed and complex characters. And I'm excited for that, because mm -hmm. as much as I like the animated classics, it will be cool to see... I like also they're doing... They're making an Aladdin 2, but it's not based on anything. At all. Yeah, so... And, and especially where they left off the, sec, uh, the first one. How, like, genie's normal yeah and, and like what they're gonna do with that in the well they did have a second aladdin animated one they did but they've said that the the second live action one will not pull from either of the animated sequels it will be its completely own disney original aladdin movie and i was like see that's what i want that's cool yeah like i want it to be able to take the characters i know and love and build off of it in interesting ways that i didn't expect mm -hmm. yeah i'm excited i have um Oh, uh, last but not least, as we mentioned earlier, uh, Oliver Twist has been cast and produced with Ice Cube, which I think is hilarious and just, don't get me wrong, it's not bad, I actually like Ice Cube, he's very funny in some stuff, but that's just such a weird decision to me. Um, 
Yeah, that's all yeah. I got. Uh, yeah. Do you want to close us out today? Oh, actually, we're going to bring back a segment. Uh, shout out to Kevin, our minion of the week. He is oh yeah by far the strongest minion we know. Um, he just... Mm-hmm. Not the chunkiest, though. Not the chunkiest minion, but Kevin, like all minions, just got um, eye removal surgery and is down to one eye. And he is... He's... Uh, He's having a rough go of it. You know, I don't know if you know this. It's pounding away, though. But genetically, minions um, have, are more likely to get eye infections and have to get them removed, which is why they wear goggles, and um, most of them only have one eye left. They all started off with two eyes. I don't know if you know that. But um, Kevin Kevin uh, lost his eye this week, so shout out to you, Kevin, in these hard times. Make sure to wear your goggles. Um, Daddy Gru is looking after you. D- dude, what? Now it sounds like it's a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Daddy Gru is looking after you. <laughs> Gru, he goes, girls. Oh, no, no, that's so, no. That's so much worse. Oh. Where are the girls? <laughs> My Gru voice isn't as good as yours. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that makes that movie horrifying. Um. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's let's close this episode yeah, up. Yeah, you wrap this one up. Um. So make sure you like and subscribe to our YouTube <laughs> channel. You could uh, check us out on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any other place you go to watch uh, or listen to your podcast. Follow us on Instagram. We have Facebook. Twitter, any social media, check out just everything. Search up the Blip Pod or Blip Podcast, and we should pop up. Mm-hmm. And uh, just make sure you follow everything. Do it. Hey, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Exe- execute or to follow Blip Pod. Once you follow a podcast, you will have unlimited power. Ah! <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, no, we did. We just did um, our ranking of all the Pixar movies, which is a longer episode last week, so give that a check out. And we're kind of expanding our area of expertise. Recently, we're on episode. This is we did twenty episodes already, um, and we've realized that we're a lot of uh, Marvel, DC, and Star Wars stuff because that's our kind of main fandoms. But we're fans of a bunch of other stuff, and we're branching out. So if you guys have any recommendations on topics or videos or franchises you would like us to talk about that you think we might be interested in, give us a shout out. Um, Trying to think, what else we'll be doing? Com- comment on anything of like any platform. You can just give us a comment or DM or anything you want to reach out to us to yeah. what you would like to see or listen to. We, I know personally, I'm super. I love Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and that kind of stuff, and hope to do more content on that in the future. Um, I saw. Uh, <laughs> okay. <I'm laughs> I saw some <laughs> okay, we wrap this up because I'm just going to be giggling. <laughs> if, uh, after all that nonsense, mm-hmm. I have been Joey. And I, <laughs> I have been... <laughs> hey, uh, I've been uh, Sylvester Stallone, who's been uh, playing Nolan for the last uh, couple hours <laughs> with you. And we are the Blip Pod. Yes. See you next time. Yeah, stay nerdy, and, uh, and uh, stay uh, positive. positive. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, thank you, Polly. Uh, thank you, Joey. I, uh, it's been a uh, great episode uh, talking to you. Um, yeah, I'll uh, see you next week. Make, don't get punched in the face without me there. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, I, I'm done with this. <laughs> 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 this. <laughs>